Welcome everyone. It's your girl Stacey Williams with Listen, Talk to Me. And today's guest, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves to you, starting with my cousin, Alina. State your name. Alina Hicks. And who's sitting next to you? I'm Trevor Hicks. All right. We're going to learn more about who Trevor is to my cousin Alina later on in this podcast. But today's podcast, we want to talk about, again, real love. Because it's just not really talked about in its true form. A lot of people, when you think about or speak of the word love, it's more based on an affectionate feeling. When uh, those who are in Christ Jesus know it's more of a covenant type of uh, relationship. And so today I am hoping that Alina and Trevor can give us more insight exactly on what real love consists of. So before we go and dive deep into love again, let's start with an icebreaker. So when it comes to Alina, nobody knows who you are like that, the way that I know you. So I'm going to ask you, can you tell the people who is Alina? Uh, Alina is a fighter. Um, uh, I've been through a lot health-wise. Um, I don't want to use the term survivor because I'm doing more than surviving at this point. I'm living. Come on now. That's who I am. Awesome. (laughs) Trevor, I got to give you the same question. Who exactly is Trevor? And please include your height in that description of your answer. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm Trevor. I'm 6'9". Huge. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a humble Amen. giant. Uh, people call me a gentle giant. Well said. <laughs> well said. All right. Y'all just got right to it on that icebreaker. <laughs> so continuing in that same flow, let's go right to the business when it comes to the story of Alina Hicks' love story. So... My cousin Alina, if you would be so kind to like start this whole podcast sharing your powerful testimony. Okay, well, when I got to middle school is when I got interested in boys. And that's where I met the father of my son, who will be 31 next week. Um at that point, I thought I was in love. Yes. But I was a child, and it was basically an infatuation. Yes. Um, and then from there, I've, I've had many relationships, um, some abusive, and uh, where I went wrong is I wasn't waiting for God to send the right man. I hear you. Um, I've been divorced and um, at that point I was told nobody would want me because of my health issues I was dealing with so I basically when one person asked me to marry him I like ran with it like oh I want, I'm gonna get married right? and uh, that was 11 years of 
headache. It was a learning experience. I don't regret any of it. I learned from that. I learned what to do and what not to do in my marriage now with Trevor. And um, it's been quite a journey with uh, cancer and um, just one thing after another. Um, I'm nine years cancer free now. Amen. 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 And before I met my husband, well, I met my husband in the fourth grade. But wow. before we reunited, I had just told my mom, oh, well, it's going to be me and you. And she's like, the devil is a liar. I'm like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I said, I said I'm, I'm tired of the dating scene. I'm like, I'm done. I'm just done. So when Mr. Trevor came along, sliding in my DM. I was like, Lord. Oh, no, not Trevor in the DMs. Trevor in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, now wait. I got to hit pause. You said you first initially met Trevor in the fourth grade. Was he in your class or was he just in the school? How did how did this, you know, how did your coming together meet? Gym class. Yeah, gym class. Yeah, we're in the gym class together. In fourth grade, you guys were already switching to different classes so they combined it right mm -hmm. i think they combined it jim gotcha gotcha so yeah. this big gentle giant is in your gym class he wasn't like that then really? <laughs> he, was, he was small <laughs> okay he was small. interesting yeah so we hadn't seen each other since the eighth grade okay and we both lived in new haven and he wasn't i don't remember him being big in the eighth grade okay so when we reunited, I was like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> so he slid into your DMs. And as you were saying, though, oh no, you know, you don't play the DM game. So what exactly motivated you to entertain it then? Because he was persistent. Okay. And it started out with, good morning. I'm like, okay, good morning. Then it was, how was your day? And how was church? You know, just, and then we just, the more we conversated, then it was, can I call you? And I'm like, okay. I'm not giving you my I got to jump to Trevor now. Trevor, you have not seen Alina since the eighth grade. What, what social media were you on to even slide into the DM? Well, she, um, I believe it started uh, when she did a post. Okay. About, because uh, she wanted to go to the carnival. And uh, I was. Let me just add in there. I'm, I'm legally blind now. They took my license from me. Okay. So I was I was looking for somebody to take me to the carnival. Okay. I said, who's taking me to the carnival? <laughs> and he said, where is it? Oh, okay. So I said, where? And then I never heard from him again. <laughs> so what was it, like, maybe two years later? <laughs> 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 Mom, I'm going to the carnival, and, and then he disappeared. I'm like, really? Wow. Now, Lena, did you know Trevor was following you at this point, or did you realize Trevor's following you because he DM'd you? No, I wasn't. I figured he might have been scrolling or something. You know, okay. scrolling on Facebook. But okay. I didn't think I'm going to the carnival. That was what okay. I was thinking. Okay, 
All right. Then so what I, happened, Trevor? That that all of a sudden you disappeared. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess I, you know, check it out. I guess. Okay. You hooked her on the hook and then got a little scared to yank the, the line, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So continue with the story. So you thought you were going to the carnival and did you ultimately not get there? I didn't get there. Oh, man. I got there, what, two years, two, four years later? <laughs> Whoa! Wait, no, no. So you're saying he initially contacted you and then there was a four-year... What, like two years yeah. went by or Harrison James? No, it wasn't that long. A year then? It was about a year. Wow. So Trevor really got scared. Right? Hilarious. It was a gap, but when we finally did go to the car, I was like, oh, you finally took the car. Well, I think that was before COVID hit. We went to the car. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay, so again, he reaches out to what carnival, then there's a gap. We're not, we're unsure how long the gap was, but there's still a gap, right? So then you guys meet again at this carnival. Okay, how do you guys meet? Did he take you or did you just see him at this carnival? No, we never got to the carnival. No, we never. We ne he never took me, I never went. Okay, so- It was after that gap, then he reached out again. Okay. And was saying good morning, how was your day and all that. Gotcha. Okay. Now we're yeah. up to date. All right. right. You're not responding yet because he stood you up. I now get, I understand now. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So go ahead, Alina. He's, he's, he's trying to make up for the lost time and the shyness because he's a gentle giant and he's asking you, you know, just, uh, how's your day? Good morning. And so what happens after that? So then I asked him, um, we were asking what church he went to, and he hadn't been there in a while. Okay. And so I invited him to my church. Nice. And I think it was after the third invite he showed up. Okay. Because uh, right. I'm big on three strikes and you're out. So <laughs> <laughs> first year had the quickest. I think he said he had First I worked a lot. Yeah, he did. He did I a lot of overtime. Um, gotcha. First it was like, I got a headache, then like, I got a stomachache. I'm like, okay. So, uh -oh. <laughs> and he finally came. And I was like, oh. And then he just kept coming. Nice. And he joined. Nice. And uh, I can't say that we had like a, a wonderful engagement type of situation or proposal. It was just like, I'm Tarzan, you Jane. <laughs> it just, it happened. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yeah, we knew what we wanted. Yeah. We, were, we were, what, I was, what, I was 46, 45. 45. 45. And um, I'm like, I know what I want. I've already been married before, which I said I wouldn't get married again. Right. And I had already settled that it was over for me. Right. And then it was like within six months, we were married. Wow. But, because we both knew what we wanted. And yes. he loved God. Come on. And that was important to me. And it yeah. was like, I, I remember the, the last time when I had to go to counsel with Andre and he said, did God say, and I said, you know what? I really didn't, I didn't ask God. So I knew this time, ask God. Amen. And I did. And I'm like, Amen. okay. All right. So but come to find out, 
he liked me since the fourth grade. I didn't know that. Yeah, let me tell you that story. Okay, <laughs> come on, share, share. <laughs> okay, uh, like my wife said, in, in fourth grade, um, you know, because she was, you know, I was attracted because she was sweet but feisty at, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so I always had a, you know, brush on her, but I was uh, too shy. And it, and it really got bad in middle school. Okay. And uh, eighth grade. Yes. Okay. And I always wanted to talk to her, you know, when we used to pass through the hallway. Yes. All I said, how you doing, Lena? Hey, Trav, and keep it moving. I used to go home, practice in the mirror. Oh. You know, uh, this time I'm gonna say to her, uh, <laughs> can you, you know, you wanna go out to the dinner or to a movie or just hang out? That's sweet. But but when I seen her, I just <laughs> fucked like didn't say nothing. You know, because my thing was I didn't want to get rejected. Right. <laughs> So uh, I used to ask, I used to ask my friends, uh, you know, can you say something to her? Like, you know, but they said, okay. I go, no, 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 that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> wow. You know, like my wife said, um, you know, because she made that post about going to the carnival and all those years uh, I always was thinking about her you know uh, wondering what how she doing um, is she alright um, it's funny cause you know my wife said that uh, she used to live right down the street from me and I never I never seen her down the street. See, see, uh, that tells me that mm -hmm. it's all in God's timing. Wow. Yes, sir. Uh, he knows I wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. Mm. It's, it, it's, it's, it's all in God's timing. Amen. It's weird how we both like went to the same places, but we never ever crossed paths. Ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, she loved Walmart. I love Walmart. <laughs> I never ran. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. Amazing. So, Alina, you were kind of like trudging ahead with your story with Trevor coming to church, and then six months later, you guys are getting engaged. But when you first saw him finally attend. We didn't attend. even have an engagement. We just got married. <laughs> I, I don't even remember him saying, will you marry me? We just started planning. We found an apartment. I, and I said, well, we ain't going to be shacking up. So when we, got, when we went to my pastor and he's like, why the right? I said, we got to move in February 1st. So we, <laughs> I said, if, we, if he told us we got to go through all this counseling and stuff, I said, you're going to have to move in by yourself. And I, once we get married, I'm moving. Aww. But it just, he was like, okay. He's, he didn't, he's like, y'all know, you know what you want. You guys are right. of age. 
And I said, and this time I can serve the God and, and right. say this is the one. Amen. And it makes all the difference. Yes. So um, Alina, were you attracted to Trevor right when he came to visit Next Level or while he was attending your church, you then grew the attraction? I grew the attraction. Got you. Got you. Trevor, even already, if he would have asked you back in the day, I would I would have rejected him because he wasn't my type per se. Right. Right. He, I thought he was quiet and but he was he was a little bad boy. Yeah. He just must have been sneaky with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some of the stuff he tell me, I'm like, no, not you, Trevor. Yeah. yeah. So God knows I don't want no nobody that smoked cigarettes. So all that had to be done. He had to have his moment. <laughs> right. Just for me. Okay. So I have a question for Trevor. What is your definition of true love? Definition of true love. Uh, faithful. Um, honesty. If that's if that's it, that's it. Okay. What about you, Alina? What's your definition? Unconditional. Okay. And feel free to add on as we continue our time together. So now I'm going to ask you, Alina, what would you tell your 14-year-old self about love and how it turns out? Well, first of all, at the age of 14, I shouldn't be looking for love. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say my life would have turned out a whole lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, I want to have my son that I love dearly. Um, but I, I think it all was orchestrated, whether I noticed it or not. Right. Even even the, the hard times and the, the things I had to go through. Because I still say it, because I was very, very sick at one point. And if I start coughing, right. you know, he'll freak out. Oh. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I know he would have been there if, if need be, but I don't think he would have been strong enough to deal with what yeah, I've had to deal I'm with. But, you know, like you were saying, uh, like you real, real sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I love you. I mean, I would have, I would have stood by you, baby. Amen. Yeah, I would have been emotional. <laughs> I, <laughs> I been That's emotional. all right. Amen. Yeah, but you know, and honesty, uh, God has the, you know, the last say. Amen. You know, um, just gotta trust in God. Yes. Yes. I remember when uh, when Mookie and Adam mm-hmm. announced their engagement. And I was, at that point, it wasn't 
too long after I had my surgery for cancer. Right. And uh, I couldn't even be happy, happy for them. I was, I was angry and I was crying. And then after church, my brother's like, "What? What's going on with you?" And I was like, "I can't even be happy for them because I know I'll never have that." Wow. Because of the extent of my surgery, I'm like I look like one thing than another. Mm. I said, "Who's gonna want me?" So I had that playing against me too. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. I think that he gave me someone that loves me unconditionally. Amen. All of me. <laughs> and you, you guys bring up some good points. Um, Alina, when I ask you about what would you say to your 14-year-old self and your response was, first of all, I shouldn't even be looking for love. And I'm going to be honest about there are nine-year-olds looking for love. There are five-year-olds looking for love. Um, this, this agenda of the affectionate feeling of being loved and accepted is hugely being pushed down the throats of our youth because it's everywhere. It's promoted right. everywhere. Um, and it's infiltrating um, the hearts and minds of our youth. And so it's very important that we bring up our youth to understand that they're loved, that they are accepted, that God um, has a plan for their life, that they do not have to rush ahead of his plan thinking they're missing out on something or thinking that they know better. And, And as you said, Uh, Alina, you wouldn't change anything. You wouldn't take anything back because the many lessons you learned, they have made you stronger. They have given you wisdom. They have given you a beautiful gift in your son. Um, But many people get broken behind the decisions that they make where the residual effect of those decisions go into their relationships and it causes havoc. So at this moment, could you just share a word to our listeners today and our viewers that if they're finding themselves in this type of situation, what could you tell them about holding on and having hope that again, if they would just wait on God, if they would just, uh, again, um, allow God to have his way in their life, again, his plan is perfect. What would you like to share? That it it makes all the difference in the world if, if you wait. Uh, for myself, I lost my virginity because of peer pressure. And um, it wasn't something I wanted to do, but it was in order to keep this person, this is what I had to do. Because right. I felt like I needed that person. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I had my mom who was saying, you could come to me, you could talk to me. But it wasn't until I got older, right? like now, where I can talk to her about anything. And I wish I'd had that relationship with her in the past. So the mistakes that I made, I always had to tell my mother, it's not because of you. You were there and you, you know, you raised me the right way. But the decisions that me and my brother made were decisions that we made. Although at times it reflects on the parents, but I hate when people go, oh, where's the parents? Because my my mom was there and my my dad wasn't in the house, but he was there. Mm -hmm. So if you have a listening ear, you need to, to take that and, and whatever emotions you're feeling, whatever it is, you need to be able to verbalize. And a lot of these children nowadays are afraid to talk to their parents mm. and they don't have a listening ear. So then they either go with, within themselves during the introvert or they just go wild. Right. So um, 
if you know Jesus, then you should know better. Right. And it's better to learn from somebody else's experience than having to go through yourself. Yeah. And as you ended uh, your response, you were saying how you couldn't be happy for another couple and what God was doing in their life. And um, it kind of goes hand in hand with what you just said. If we're going to trust God to be God, and if we're going to accept the plan that he has for our life, even when we don't see uh, what it is that in our hearts we're desiring, we have to trust God enough to know we're not missing out on anything. His plan is perfect. His timing is perfect. And you will not miss out on anything that God has for you. Wait on the Lord. And, and, and be of good cheer, you know, um, because again, God's plan is perfect. And I'm sorry, the, the phone is ringing and all that, um, because again, we're in a national environment. Um, but uh, going to Trevor now, Trevor, how did you not give up hope? I mean, I, I don't even know, first of all, how you were even keeping up track of this woman that you have been thinking about since fourth grade. I mean, it had to have been the hand of God to just say, buddy, keep, keep, <laughs> keep the hope keep, alive. Keep, keep on, dog. Yeah. She's going to be your wife. <laughs> that is amazing. Share, like, yeah. share with us. How did you just keep hope alive? I was, I was hoping that she, she wasn't involved with anyone or married. I would just keep, you know, like my wife said, uh, I was texting her uh, on Messenger. Uh, mm-hmm. Hello, good morning. How are you? Right. Hope alive, keep hope alive. Right. Hoping, <laughs> hoping that she wasn't with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I, I texted her, um, she was, she was what, Bible study or choir rehearsal. Okay. And she was, uh, she said that uh, after she finished, uh, she gonna call me or text me. I was waiting, waiting for by the phone, waiting for that text. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did, bro. <laughs> Long I'm time coming. Yeah, it's been since fourth grade. Wow. Never stop. Never stop. Wow. Now, <laughs> when you guys just decided to just, okay, we're getting married. God has confirmed he is the one, she is the one. Please tell me about this day. Alina, how are you feeling? I was nervous because I had on um, heels, which I don't <laughs> wear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, listen to this. The dress looked better at the store. Okay. I was getting fitted for it because Uncle Mitch came down. So we had pizza. <laughs> okay. Yes. Sodium. Uh-huh. And then my mother my mother made me pancakes that morning. So what are y'all I'm doing? <laughs> I was bloated and almost couldn't get in the dress. They're trying to zip it up and I'm like, oh my God. Y'all are I can't funny. put on any more apparatus to try to get. Ah! <laughs> Hilarious. But I was nervous. And then um, my son actually walked me down the aisle. Beautiful. And he was rubbing my hand like he's going to rub my skin off. <laughs> <laughs> I think he
how were you feeling, Trevor? I mean, I was I was nervous. Um, I was sweating. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you know, because I went to one of the brothers. Um, he was like, brother, you seem kind of nervous. At first, I was like, nah, I'm all right. And he was <laughs> like, brother, you're not so, yeah, I'm nervous. First time getting married, you know. Um, it's, it's natural. <laughs> so... I was there, you know, uh, then I, I felt more comfortable. Actually, I felt better uh, once I seen her walk down the aisle. Oh. So, okay. So <laughs> sweet. But after that, I, I was I was better. <laughs> that is so sweet. I think, I think my brother, who married, I think he was nervous because he was <laughs> Yeah, because he did say, First he, of all, he, he said, Mrs. He- yeah, and Mrs. Mr. 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 and Mr. Hicks. Yeah, Mr. Uh, and Mr. Hicks. But he never told everybody <laughs> to sit down. So everybody's standing the whole time. I didn't, I was looking out that way. I was right. Like, and right. mommy said, he told people to sit down. I sat down. But <laughs> I was standing the whole time. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> But it was it was a beautiful day. It was. I'm sure it was. And when we got to the church, we was like, "Is this our church?" They decorated so beautifully. It didn't even look like um, the same place. No. I was like, "Wow, that's so beautiful." It, it was it was awesome. Yeah, because I went in there. Now. I said, "Ooh, I'm in the wrong building." Oh. <laughs> it looks totally different. Totally different. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then you guys have a fur baby, right? A what? A fur baby. A cat? Oh, yes. <laughs> What's that's the cat's actually, name? That's mom's cat. But okay. We're, we're uh, I guess, boarding her. <laughs> <laughs> her name is Lilo. And that's okay. our baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I always wanted a daughter. There she goes. That's her. This shop closed. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> So before we um, end our time together, what, Mr. Trevor, what would you want the listeners to know in summarization about what you have been blessed with? Well, I've been blessed. Um, You know, I stopped going to church, right? Mm-hmm. So basically I'm I'm blessed that I found God again. Amen. And never give up hope. Mm-hmm. Cause if you keep pushing like I did, push. <laughs> Just what his response was was perfect because he's he summarizing everything. You know, when he found God, basically, he found everything, and that included you, Alina. God gave him everything that completed what was, you know, predestined for him. Yeah. So, again, people 
going after what they want is not necessarily uh, what God has for you. And so what you don't want to do is steal the possessions because God has not given those things to you. And you will have to give an account for going ahead of him and doing what you want to do. So what you want to do is wait on God to ensure that the gifts, the many plethora, oh my goodness, the perfect gifts that he has for you, nothing can ever compete or or like you and and yourself will never compare to the beautiful gifts that God has for you. So please stop seeking and searching for things on your own when it's right. Everything is found in God. Um, So thank you for that. It doesn't say she that finds the good husband finds the thing. Right. She that finds a good wife. So women, be still and let God handle it there you go yes so alina add to that what would you like to close out with our um listeners and viewers what would you want them to know like this is it in summarization i can't say anything more than wait on the lord um a lot of people say when i tell them that i asked i consulted god and they're like well, how did that happen? I'm like, well, he didn't come out the sky and sit on the end of my bed. Yeah. I said, but when you when you have peace in your spirit about a decision that you're making, as important as marrying someone, right? Then you know when you have to question yourself, you're like, well, then then that's not it. But I had no doubt, no question, no no quivers in my stomach, none of that. Okay. It was like this is it. So gotta listen to God's voice. The way that he speaks to you, because he speaks to everybody differently. Right. Um, but definitely right. consult him with every every decision to make. Amen. If we could get the camera towards um, Alina a little bit more, because I see her, but it's just like a little bit off. Yay, that's perfect. Um, I'm going to add in a bonus, one more question, because what I don't want to uh, have come across, I think you guys turned your video off there you are um what we don't want to come across to our viewers is just that even though god is um bringing this beautiful union together um it does not mean hard times do not exist and so um can you please both share um what has again allowed you to to work together as a team and not against one another Okay, um, I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay, uh, I thank God every day for my wife because I have a bad, I can't handle money, you know? At first, I was kind of separate of um, like having her do every, you know, handle my, you know, all my your finances. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, mm-hmm. finances. So she does a good job. All right. She, 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 uh, she's awesome. I thank God for you. So I would have to say gratefulness is, is, we are. 
it, yeah. Perfect team. Yes. You knowing that you're a team and you're not to fight against flesh and blood, but this Man. is one that is there helping. Um, your, your, your gratefulness is what's keeping you um, in line that again, through the difficulties of life, the gratefulness outshines the difficulties. That's awesome. What about you, Alina? Well, I even when we meet with the other couple, it's like we haven't had any issues at all. It's I'm telling you, I know at some point we may have some, but at this point we don't. Even when we call ourselves being mad at each other, we end up just laughing about it. <laughs> and, say, and when he get mad, he goes like this. <laughs> And I love that you have the joy. And that's what's keeping you guys bonded together through the difficulties. That is beautiful. Again, I want to thank y'all for taking the time um, to join me in this podcast about real love because we want to dismiss the myths and the, the lies about, um, oh, well, I had butterflies and, oh, he makes me feel good. Well, what happens on the rainy day? <laughs> those butterflies leave, you know? It's a covenant and uh, in, in, in it's deeper than um, how you feel. You have to choose to love one another. And that's what's gonna, uh, and of course, God has to be in the midst because he's the adhesive, he's the glue, um, allowing the two to become one. And if he's not a part of that, it can be easily broken. So um, I thank you two for being the example um, to this world of what real love is all about um, and how God institute, institute, instituted um, this holy matrimony uh, to be so that the world could see his great love, the agape love, not the arrows um, and not the other forms. Um, so you guys keep representing. Um, and I pray that you guys don't ever see a difference or a change in your relationship because what you have is beautiful and what you have is for you too. So again, keep God in it and you guys will always be perfected in his love. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank and you. And I wasn't this big before either, but he still loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, that's true love because again, it's not based on those things. It really isn't. So y'all again, keep representing. You two are beautiful. You can see it. It's all written all over you guys. And again, this is what the world needs to see. So keep being used. 
Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So y'all, I hope y'all were blessed by this podcast, Real Love Part Two with Trevor and Alina Hicks. Let it speak to your hearts. Let the words be true that it melts away the things that are impure because the real love, again, is such a pureness that it changes you from the inside out. It's not a selfish love. It's a selfless love. And so Mm -hmm. let that sacrificial love really show you who is for you and not who's uh, there to use you. Um, mm-hmm. in a manner of abuse, abuse, you know, but who God has for you, it will be a manner of using you in the gifts that he has created you with to fulfill the mission that he has brought you to together to complete here on the earth. All right. I can't say it any better than that. So be blessed. <laughs> be blessed. Amen. Thank you Amen. For listening to, listen, talk to me with your girl, Stacey Williams. Amen.